Welcome to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud on 105.9 Seaside FM. Good morning. Welcome to Organize Anything. My name is Krista Cook, and we are speaking with Colette Robichaud, the organizing coach. Good morning, Colette. Good morning, Krista. Great to be back and having a nice conversation with you once again. Wonderful. And today we are going to be speaking about a home office. Yes, that's right. Now, does everyone need a home office or just business people? Well, I believe everyone needs a designated space, which I sort of call a home office, whether it's the home whole room or not. So even if you don't work from home, think about the amount of paper that we process one way or another and where how much easier that would be if it's in one place. We've got mail, we've got bills, we've got financial info and banking and cards to do for gifts and letters to mail, research <laughs> receipts, infos, hobbies, addresses. <gasps> Wow. And if that's all over your house, Uh, how much more difficult is that? Well, again, then you're disorganized and then you're left with just an awful feeling of not having that feeling of being able to put your hands on it if you needed it. Yeah, exactly. Like even tax time. Yes. You know, a lot of people just keep throwing something in a corner going, oh, it's for the taxes. And if it's so difficult to be having to, you know, do the mileage of roaming all over the place to try and find the stuff, how much easier is it to have it together? So whether it's a home office or it's that corner or that command central that you have things for homework or whatever, often it's just better to get in that one location. And even my clients that are retiring now, they're they're just busier than ever. So they're volunteering and they've got projects to do and, you know, they want to keep information on their gardening or golf trips or travel or things coming up. So we still want something that looks like a home office. Yes, because people are using computer and that's generally close to where they're paying their bills. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if they don't think it's a home office, it's a home office. So I have always had an area. Um, I have a home office now, but it's not, uh, it's not long term mm-hmm. it's actually in my bedroom so mm-hmm. it but it's worked perfectly yeah. and we were lucky we had a big enough bedroom mm-hmm. where we could incorporate and uh, but i think what challenges does a home office have that an out of office does it? Well, as you said, the space is that first issue. So often your home office is part of your bedroom or, or yeah. part of another room, whether it's, it's complete or not. If you are working as a, as a business, and for a lot of my clients that that is their revenue, not only for them, but for the whole household, I really suggest that you designate that a little bit more for your own space and keep as many other people out as possible. Have some area that is just yours. When you're talking about running a business and papers and even getting on the computer, oh, if you're yes. running a business and you have kids playing video games and doing things and even just getting into information you think it's email there's you know there's i there's just information there that other people shouldn't shouldn't be accessing so you know one of those key challenges is finding that ideal space to do this oh it is and, hard. and bringing it together and figuring out what that's going to be like because i think for most people our houses are are filled with what we're using them for sure for. and and to incorporate yet another area home office i've i've tried a few areas in mm-hmm. my house this works the best mm-hmm. because it really enables you to have the privacy close the door mm-hmm. you know 
don't bother me. And you can you can access it a lot of times. Yes. You know, basements can work well physically. There's the extra space, but the truth is, if that's not an area you want to go and work on exactly. the projects, we spoke about procrastination on another mm-hmm. show. Put that you you want to say, if I'm setting up this home office, what would be a reason for me not to go there? So a lot of times it could be a portable home office in that it's actually a little home office that is you know maybe right in the kitchen that we put it away and tuck it away. It looks good, but it's the portable home office in the mini accordion folder with a little handle and we tuck it away so when we're talking about home office today we're talking big picture you know ideally it would be physically one room you go in and shut the door but home office in that it's that environment of how do we create an environment in one space that we that we do our work so ideally yeah one room with the door to block out the distractions is really great and you know if you are working from home and you have clients you know it's great if you're locating an area that they're not walking in through your house and well yes you know that as well for me meeting with clients obviously I'm not inviting them to my home office at Mm -hmm. this point but it's never been an issue because generally you meet outside it could be Mm -hmm. an office it could be for lunch meeting you know different different venues so it's it hasn't posed an issue at this point yeah for most people it isn't of my business though I'm sure for others depending on what your service is but the majority of people work from home they're doing it because they aren't entertaining clients and they don't have exactly. have a reason to do that. And it just, I see the difference in, you know, over the years of how, how that's changed as well. But for most people that work from home, one of the great tactics to sort of keep you enjoying it, and that is to get out. So, you know, even if yes. you could have people at home, it's always nice to, you know, a lot of people work on their own, then they don't always get to see clients. So you want them to be getting oh, out. Oh, you want to get out there and network and have yeah, the ability for to, sure. uh, to experience Different areas. Mm. I mean, it just gets you in in different uh, venues. Yeah, that's one of the biggest issues for people that they they can feel lonely when they're working from home, and, and if it's a home office, they can feel isolated. So if you feel like even you're going to be isolated by placing that home office in the basement, and it would work better for you somewhere else, you want to really think about that because you want to. You know, this is a big chunk of your time if you are working, even if you're just doing projects there for other people. But you want to make sure that that it's an area that's going to work for you. And I have moved from bigger spaces. Right. to smaller spaces just because the people will get there more and they'll be more, you know, more likely to use it. Good point. So when you look around your home and you're trying to decide which room would be the home office, we say um, finding an area in which you could close the door and have some privacy mm-hmm. and being able to block out distractions, mm-hmm. whether or not clients can access you or not. Mm-hmm. How do you separate living space from working space? That's that's a key because, uh, you know, there, it sort of goes two directions. Those who get there and say, oh, I can't focus on work. I'm off making soup and watching TV <laughs> yeah. and doing laundry. Or the other people that say, I can't get back to my family because I'm just around it all the time and I can't separate it out. So for each person, you know, some of it is physicality and some of it is setting sort of um, behavioral changes that I will always shut down at six o'clock or when my kids walk in the door, game over. That's maintaining a balance. Yeah. And, and really sticking to it, which it is challenging. It I is have challenging. To say it's uh, it's not been the first yeah. time I've heard 
okay, could you please stop working? Exactly. And I think most of us as entrepreneurs know about that. And, you know, as entrepreneurs, too, we don't have a set paycheck. So when projects come in, you want to keep working them. But truthfully, if we want to be in a lot of things for the long term, you know, we want to set up some good habits to keep us that way. So physically, we, you know, if it's open to the rest of the house, you you want to make sure that you are not totally impacting the rest of the people that they don't know. Oh, gosh, you know, mom's in the middle of something. I can see it. Yes. You know, and all that sort of stuff. We don't want to be taking away from their lifestyle. So physically, we don't want it, you know, going into the rest of the house. And I've I've worked with a lot of people. I go in, it's like, well, here's my home office, but I work from the dining room table. So, oh. you know, so there's, you know, that, that happens a lot. So then what happens is the kids that want to really be in the mainstream doing their homework can't do it anymore. And maybe they don't want to do it in their room. And if a kid was going to do homework, whether if they want to yeah. do it at the dining if room table, I say, homework, I think that's, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> argue with them. Don't, you know. So so that's good. So really think about how you are impeding on the rest of the house, how it comes in, and, you know, try and really keep it to your space. That's going to work better for you, and it's going to work uh, work better for, for everybody in the household. Now, what I've done, um, I didn't think starting off it would be much of an issue. Sort of figured if the door is closed, mm-hmm. that means mom's busy. But uh, not so much. So I put a sign on my mm-hmm. door. And if I'm recording, everyone will know ahead of time anyway. Right. But I'll make sure I, I do any recording, of course, as you said, when it doesn't bother other people. Mm-hmm. We also want to think about um, how that timing works for us. Like, mm. you know, is there a time that the household is noisier? Or is it, you know, do you have trains going by? Or do you have, you know, what, what's what's going on? Like, you, is the, the doorbell going to ring more with the courier at a certain time? So you, you want to sort of work with the rhythm of the house and what's yes. going on. You know, we often talk about working with our circadian rhythm, which is our, our internal clock, like, oh, to get, the, you know, to do things in the morning versus a night person mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. But we want to also think about what's the rhythm of the household then and how that inter- how that works. Does dad get home at four? Does he get home at eight? And, you know, the, when do the kids get home? Or if you're alone, what are some of those other things? Like, how do you work with the rhythm of the house along with your own circadian rhythms? That is such good advice because you cannot otherwise make the best decision on where your office will be. Yeah. What about furniture? Well, furniture is something that uh, is important to think about because the options for office furniture can be extremely expensive and you want to make sure it's right for you. So, you know, good to do a little investigation, a little bit of research. If you're leaving a job where the furniture was provided for you, think about what you liked there, what worked, what didn't work, and go out and try some things. One of the things uh, with starting a home office at home is is also uh, recognizing that there can be a lot of time putting some of this stuff together. You know, it's one oh. thing ordering it, <laughs> and that, yeah, you laugh. Oh, it's, I laugh. Yeah, that's my nightmare. I'm it just, is a nightmare. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. I haven't been successful. Yeah, and I have a lot of clients. I'm, I'm, they call to say, do you help set up home offices? <laughs> I said, I do a lot of setting up home offices, but the part I leave out of that is the putting together. Oh, Not my forte. From but, you know, some of the places will put the things together. There's an extra cost, and I say, think about that because you don't want to you don't want to be procrastinating you don't want to be saying oh you know I've, I've got this project starting and you've got chairs and desks and things sitting in boxes we bought a chair um, last week our newsroom mm-hmm. we needed a new chair and uh, when we went to check it out I mean it was ten dollars extra to have that chair put together mm-hmm. which meant 
It was so worth it. Which meant money well spent. (laughs) Exactly. Like, really, people listening, think about it. It may seem odd. And, you know, these days we've got weird delivery charges and costs to put things together. But most of the experience, and, you know, I have to say also, I put. The time, the blood, the sweat, the tears. Yeah. No question. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) crazy. And then even there, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, if you have someone that you know is good at that, like, get get their number and get, get them involved. But those are the sort of things that can become issues for you then you get frustrated right away so think think that through how it's going to work you know you don't want to buy the necessarily the most expensive furniture because you probably can't afford it but make sure you're getting something that you know that isn't going to you're not going to sit in your chair for two days and it's going to disappear because these days there's a lot of things that aren't meant for heavy duty use if you are working from a home office you can buy it you know their desk and their things Mm -hmm. like that but honestly they don't you know they don't last that well so if you're using it this is again if this is your revenue source you want it. If you have any issues ergonomically, you want to think about that. You want to think about how your computer is set up. It's a big issue of where the screen is, the elevation. And maybe at work that was just done and you didn't think about it. But now when I you're starting over, that. it's mm-hmm. a big deal. You can get frozen shoulder. You can have issues you never thought you had. And I go in and I see people crouching and things are sideways or they're saying, yeah, and then I take the laptop and I sort of sit up here on the stool and people are ending up, you may get away with that for a while, but there are other people that then end up in physio for three or four months or have ailments for the rest of their life. You're listening to Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud. We'll be right back on 105.9 Seaside FM. This is Organize Anything with Colette Robichaud on 105.9 Seaside FM. Welcome back. I'm Krista Cook, and we are speaking with Colette Robichaud, our organizing coach. Now, Colette, we're talking about setting up a home office. Mm-hmm. And we, yeah, we started to talk a little bit about computer and making sure we were you know, had things set up ergonomically and that sort of thing. So electronics are are kind of tricky, putting things together. And uh, Yes, you don't get to call the IT guy. Well, <laughs> I have to say that was one of the biggest things it I, I miss. Be, when you're, when you're uh, challenged a little bit in that realm and, and afraid, um, that, that is a bit of a trick. So also working from home office, you want to know who you're, you know, where your resources are. As we said, to put furniture together, if you've got someone like that on speed dial, you might also want to have a uh, oh, someone yes, for IT as well. A really good, uh, a good recommendation on IT because you will need it eventually. For sure. And that's the thing that you have to realize. You are now one person mm-hmm. person. Before, if the fax machine didn't work or this happened, and that's where a lot of people really get slowed down and bogged down. So, you know, if you have other friends that, that are doing it, I know uh, a lot of my friends are entrepreneurs as well, and, and you know, we sort of share those resources. Oh, gosh, oh do you know a good guy so to do that? Information. Yeah, where did you buy that? You know, a lot of us like to buy secondhand equipment and, yes. and source that out. So, you know, good places to look for that. Ask people where they bought it or you know, sometimes you you know we were talking uh, uh, on the break about shopping on Kijiji, putting things out yes, there. Office furniture. I was mentioning I I bought some new furniture, like mm-hmm. my filing cabinet mm-hmm. was brand new. My desk, it's a beautiful desk. Kijiji, you know, right. forty dollars. Yeah. So it's I put the money on the things that I needed the longest and mm-hmm. that were the most important. So yeah. my technology is new mm-hmm. and my chair, mm-hmm. because as you said, ergonomically, so important. I found it the hard way. Right, yeah. And you, as you said, you don't have someone immediately looking at you and going, 
you are so sitting the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And usually by the time something hurts, it's too late. It's too late. And if anyone's wondering about that, we drew up a little diagram of, you know, where your chair should be and some other things. So if they're interested, they can contact me through the website, organizeanything.com. We can email that, that out to them. But like you, I splurged on the chair. I bought my file and cabinets, a few of them secondhand and things like that. And, you know, again, uh, it's environmentally better when you know that you're buying secondhand and doing that sort of thing. It's going to save you some money. And, you know, at home, it doesn't matter as much of it's matchy matchy you want to make sure it works and things like that yeah functional functionality it's uh it's um it's funny. It, it really changes your perspective differently. Mm-hmm. I, I spent 25 years working outside the home mm-hmm. and to work inside. I, I mean, there's so many differences. And and speaking of differences, let's talk about some of the advantages of a home office. Oh, for sure. Now, flexibility. Yeah. For me, it was the flexibility to be able to have a schedule that was not eight to four every mm-hmm, day. Mm-hmm. And that's why women uh, with uh, families are one of the fastest growing people working from home because they can work their, that schedule. I know people that just work to, till three, till their kids come right. home or they work a couple days a week. So, you know, really nice. We are very content when we're living life on our terms. Oh, and to be an entrepreneur lovely. and working from a home office is great. But even people that are still working for companies, just that ability to work from home still allows them to get the kids off. It'll allows them you know you're not you're you're saving the time and the commute all that sort of things some days then maybe you don't have to worry about being all dressed up in your business clothes spending the extra time with a lot of that so a lot of savings you know we've got the tax benefits we've got the comfort and you know a lot of times you know you go from walking to your office to getting that soup on and getting ready for dinner you may be eating the convenience convenience, you know you are able to instead of worrying you know picking up that takeout food which is just money and calories and and all that sort of stuff and extra garbage and all of that, we can make ourselves some healthier meals because we have time. And we did another show on procrastination. So some of that creative procrastination is yes. I'm going to take a break now. I'm going to, you know, make myself a soup or I'm going to put some laundry in. So it, it becomes a very... In, um, a very good environment to be able to work like that. Trouble areas there as well. You know, these are the benefits. Oh, you know, the, the same, advantages. Yep. Yes, the, are the, the advantages are, are, are also challenges as well. <laughs> you know, and the uh, tax benefits of, you know, the write-off of a portion of the house. Sometimes people overrate how much that is, but yes. make sure you're checking with your accountant to be sure that you are taking advantage of it in the right way. And that's the other thing people forget with a home office that, you know, they're, they're not as educated into what those write-offs are. They're not as educated in recognizing they have to keep the receipts. They might have needed receipts before for a reimbursement, but now you need receipts for everything. You need to be able to store them and archive them for seven years plus and you know all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So you have to start setting up those systems. In a work environment, those systems were set up for you. They so now most part. Yeah. And a lot of times you are very busy in the beginning getting the physicality together. You know, putting oh, the stuff together. You that have to have it workable. Yeah. For example, I know um, it is most effective to be in a U position, your mm-hmm. desk. A, a U or an L, for sure. And I love my U. Good, excellent. I, and and it, it is so much more efficient. Mm. It's something as, as small as that. Yep. 
can just make such a difference. Oh, it's very big. So either you or an L, it gives you enough room. By the time you get the computer on a small desk, people are often, that's one of the things I see, trying to work from something that is just, you know, it's like four feet wide and the computer barely fits. Like, what's that about? You need an area, a desktop to be able to work on. We still write. We still take notes on the phone. You want to make sure the phone is in that right place if you're, you know, uh, left-handed, you know, pick it up with your right so you can write with your left hand. So get it over on the right. On, mm-hmm. on the correct side. So, you know, lots of things to think through like that. But people get caught up in setting up the physicality and then they forget the systems. And often I'll see people that are three years in and they haven't set up a system and maybe they haven't paid their taxes uh. or this or that. So, you know, again, you know, don't be afraid to look for a little help if you're not, you know, calling someone like me, a professional organizer and coach to assist you. See if you can buddy up with some friends that were entrepreneurs and say, how did you deal with this? What, you know, what works well for you? Maybe well, you can bar you help me with this, I'll help you with something else. And also those those friends and, and support system are great cheerleaders for, for the sure. days that you're not feeling maybe as cheery as yeah. you would like. Yeah. I know one of the disadvantages of a home office, and people have to think about this, mm-hmm. you have got to have discipline. For sure, for sure. Because it is so easy to just, oh, you know, yeah. you're in your home, you can get there's so many things to do. Yeah. So it's, it's, really, you have to be focused. You have to you be have focused to or you have to also, we can do that through some systems, set up some systems of accountability yes. and reward that work for you. But often people outside of just the home office, that idea of working for yourself, there is a lack of accountability. You can say to yourself, I'm going to do that for four <laughs> years and it doesn't get done. So that's why as a organizing coach, that's why people work with me. It's like, yeah, I'm getting these things done. I've been trying to do that for seven years. So whether you're working with a coach to create that accountability, Ability, right. or you think, how can I create that with my with a buddy entrepreneur or with a partner? You've got to create things that force you into getting things done, routines, um, deadlines, reward systems, because we can just sort of go out there. And for other people that were managed, that's a big shock to them to have sort of this open space. It's sort of like take the fence down and let the horses go. You know, where are they going to go? So we have to be uh, quite careful about that. I know another thing, and we mentioned about uh, the advantages of a home office. You know, you can save time getting to work. Well, the money I save by not going to an office outside of my house every day between, you know, all the things that you would buy, whether it was the coffee or whether it was going out for lunch or, or whether the it was the pantyhose, <laughs> God forbid. I think I should own a pantyhose company. Mm-hmm. So... It's amazing. It you is. Save it is amazing. A lot of money. Mm-hmm. You can save a lot of money. It's. I, those are things that are sort of the domino effect, and you may not mm. immediately think of. Yeah, those are real cost-saving things for sure. And people don't recognize because often we don't track our money. We know we never seem to have enough. Yes. <laughs> no matter what enough. money we make. But a lot of times when I start working with clients, we put little budgets together, try and figure out it's, you know, doing a little assessment of where you spent that money and, you know, the lunches, the, you know, stopping, the running around the corner with the gang for the coffee. The coffee oh, yes. turns it's... into $6 these days or a coffee is $6, you know, whatever it is, you know, and a lunch and and that sort of thing. So what we're finding a lot is people can get healthier habits from being at home. They can actually easier for them to run out and exercise first thing in the morning because they seem to have a little more time or even midday. I know for me, uh, there were a couple of summers when I was working, I went and took my bike out for half an hour over when I was having a break, like things that I would have never thought to do. Yeah. So it was, it was really great. So different things that you can try and sample and it, it just works really well. 
Now, for those that are thinking, okay, I have a home office, we have this space, you can use your home office for other uses. For sure. So, mine being bedroom office. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone else may be... Oh, all, all kinds of things, for sure. And, you know, this is, again, where if you don't need a designated office for work or whatever, what, you know, how can you make this work? So, you know, a lot of times I'll help people with that spare room, and it's and we make it into, it's actually the home office, which is based for your projects and your mm-hmm. volunteering and you're doing the mails and the bill. But we can also work that into an exercise room or a meditation area. It's the gift wrapping room. You know, it's the craft room. So, you know, think creatively about that. A lot of times people... People have a room. It's sort of like uh, the spare room is turned into the junk room, like the junk drawer oh, you yes. have in your kitchen. Oh, yes. So people say, oh, I don't have any room to do anything. But it really, a lot of times, that junk room is like that junk drawer where you throw it in and really shut the door quickly. So wonder if you're sitting out there, if some people with that junk room that, you know, was a spare room once, a guest room, and it's just laden. But think about how you can turn that into your home office and also your craft area and have a little mat with a few weights or whatever to exercise and things like that. And again, when everything is local like that, you have your scissors, you have your stamps, you have your laptop, you have all kinds of things there that, yes, you can take your laptop out, but to have it all together, it really is a big big relief and it just works so much better to get things done. And the thing is, by having a mixed room like that, you're working away and you want to take a break. Some people may want to take their break doing crafts, which is in that room. Mm. I mean, it it can just be... options. Yeah, it is options. And a lot of times when you're talking about crafts, to get started on something, people are doing scrapbooking or they're working on a project. You know, when you're doing that on the dining room table, how disruptive is that? Or you, you know, you're you're not going to get started because I can only do that. I only have a window of this much time. Yes, so to have the other room and to have an extra little area there to work on these projects, it just is much more ideal. So I think the important rule to this is uh, in terms of what else you can use your home office for, just think it's not just for business. That's right. So home office is is great for everybody. It's great for the retiree who volunteers. It's great for the person just, you know, managing their bills, their paperwork, their financials, their retirement uh, plans. And uh, just think about how how great that home office can be. And, And I'm sure you've got some good tips on how to make it work today. If you want some more tips, you can contact me, Colette Robichaud, the organizing coach at organizeanything.com. Wonderful. Such an informative show. Thank you so much, Colette, and thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful day.